purpose of three-dimensional life. A sort of <clears throat> why am I here question. <clears throat> and I replied that from my perspective it is to learn how to extend love and forgiveness for everything we presently experience that is obviously other than peace, seemingly other than love and joy, is because I believe we have forgiveness issues and we are yet holding to ourselves remnants from the past where we engaged in, in activities, moments, thoughts, feelings that were not based on love, acceptance and peace. Do you have any of these presently in, in your world? Does God ever speak through you? Of course, all the time. But often we're not listening or being an active participant, says I, in the moment. But it is a continual opportunity. Let me tell you what I feel God said to me and through me this morning. And God indicated this. In these next few moments, this morning, they can be for you and for me an experience that will remove from us the possible need for literally lifetimes of human experience for the only reason the law of consciousness brings us back into incarnation is because of forgiveness issues hence to now consciously fine-tune and work upon our choices to be the expression of only love why? because God is love and hence there is only love because there is but God between Jesus a group of scribes and Pharisees and a woman who was caught openly in the act of adultery a beautiful story of understanding and forgiveness a beautiful story of love and action and the Mosaic law stated that adultery by a woman was punishable by stoning and looking for ways to entrap Jesus they brought this woman before him and the familiar statement was spoken you're probably more familiar with the King James let he who is among you who is without sin cast the first stone and they left one by one George Lamza the uh, the translator of the Bible that we often use well that we use regularly he he thinks that as Jesus was stooped over and was writing in the dirt that he was writing the names of the men in the present group who had been with this woman but be this as it may he stood and asked the woman where her accusers were gone then he said now neither do I condemn you go away and from henceforth do not sin again or in the future and within this society and its laws do not again put yourself in jeopardy see I do not accept that Jesus called the acts of the woman that supposedly she was brought before them for prostitution as a sin as in impacting God causing God to think something other than what God thinks of all of the perfect creation but was referencing the society in which they lived and its laws remember Jesus kept company with all different types of people and among them most probably were prostitutes 
In Luke, he was accused a number of times of keeping company with, as well as eating and drinking with, sinners. And because I believe Jesus was and is an equal opportunity master teacher, I am sure the group with whom he kept company included people from all walks of life. Now, I'm not saying that he necessarily participated in the chosen activities that each might represent, but that he embraced and accepted all people just as they are. And today, isn't that our salvation as well? <clears throat> Parenthetically this morning, I'm going to go out on a limb a couple of times. You don't mind that, do you? In, in my not-so-humble opinion, as long as we are on the subject, government indeed should stay out of the bedroom. And as concerns an activity that is as old as humankind, my gosh, sex, government should not create a circumstance where or a man or a woman must resort to walking the streets of Miracle Mile in order to provide an activity of humanity to another who is... We commit prostitution whenever we become intimate with a belief that is other than the truth of God. In a physical marriage, we can say that it is to therein be discovered the metaphysical understanding of the process of completeness that is to be found within the joining of two polarities, which can be a person of the opposite gender or a person of the same gender where love is present. The second limb that I'm going out on, as long as we're on the subject, should two same-gender people who have love for each other be prevented from the experience of expressing their love through a legal ceremony of marriage if it is their choice? I don't think so. Does it ever take away from me and my marriage? Of course not. As I view television reporting of the same gender marriages being performed in other parts of the world and country, I see in the eyes of the two who are announcing their commitment such love. And I will not call that love wrong, evil, or sinful. Within any committed relationship where love is the foundation, we can say that this then metaphysically represents fulfillment or completion. For metaphysically, a divine marriage represents a union between the mind and the heart and the unshakable knowledge that we are spiritual beings living in a spiritual universe and governed by spiritual law. Here we are able to embrace the eternal God ideas of love, joy, peace, abundance, light, attributes of the one that, as it were, then become almost the byproduct of this marriage or this inner union. So in our lives right now, we can say that any experience of inharmony, of physical sickness, lack, or their second and third cousins, are because we in consciousness have slept around and prostituted the knowledge of the one presence, one power within us by seeking to have other gods or other concepts of truth besides the one that are not true, but we give them the value of truth. Moses quoted the law and said, 
I am the Lord thy God who brought you out of Egypt. And Egypt means what? Bondage. Okay? Any bondage. Out of the house of bondage, you shall have no other gods except me. In truth, we really cannot have but the one. But whenever we seek to entertain or embrace lesser things, lesser thoughts, and in effect seek to worship gods that never existed, we commit prostitution as we seek to join ourselves with beliefs other than love. So what then takes place? Well, in the Jewish books of the law, only the woman was held responsible for adulterous activity. Isn't that wonderful? Yet, this was probably initially only because the male-dominated society out of which the early beginnings of the Jewish nation emerged were male-dominated, so to speak, with beliefs that are not based on truth, abundance, light, joy. And the offspring from this affair can be said to be bastard-like experiences of pain, lack, or inharmony. So what then happens? We, as it were, are taken to the temple. And we are asked to stand before our accusers, scripturally represented by the scribes and the Pharisees. Now, listen, in this instance, the scribes metaphysically represent the mindless input from the world around us that only knows how to repeat over and over and over again what it has heard. It only knows the words, unworthy, sinful, wrong. Listen to Sunday morning on TV as most would spout this message. The, the Pharisees metaphysically represent those around us as well as belief structures that we yet might be, be maintaining within us that spew out wonderful things and yet do just the opposite. Jesus called them hypocrites. Ever been called before outer scribes and Pharisees of family? Outer scribes and Pharisees of friends, so to speak? Outer scribes and Pharisees maybe of convention or inner ones of unworthiness or shame ever been there we all have and sometimes it is almost as if they ask for the ultimate punishment they say stone him stone her and each time we accept another's pronouncement upon us or accept a deep-seated pronouncement from what once we were taught from those who know not and know not that they know not in effect we are stoned and then are as if dead to the wonderful qualities of life that surround us. Make sense? However, the woman and her accusers were not alone. For there is always another figure in the audience. In this instance, one who had gained a measure of respect for every anyone who represents a Christed level of awareness is always acknowledged, even if for the purpose of attempting to discredit now, is there not then always a Christed level in our being that is waiting to be acknowledged and expressed? You know, please remember, Jesus is the wonderful example, not the great exception. And he showed us what it means to put on the mantle of Christed awareness and said that you're going to do likewise. And you're going to do even more than I am able to show you right now. So let's look further at what happened as reported by the scripture. Regardless of what Jesus was writing in the dirt with his finger or stick, we don't know. The scribes and the Pharisees left, beginning with the eldest, 
And so it will take place in our life when we too learn how to tune into this inner level of God awareness and then begin to know what is important and what isn't and to accept our God heritage and to release all else. So here was Jesus representing the level of Christed awareness. The woman caught up in the very act of adultery, her accusers, and Jesus stood and asked her where her accusers were. And, of course, they were gone. And in this simple realization is to be found an often overlooked piece of the story. You see, that which is unlike the reality of pure being, of first cause, of God, of absolute love, can only do one thing when it is properly confronted with the truth. It has to disappear into its native nothingness, for only that which is of God is real. So all moments when we have prostituted ourselves with beliefs, choices, and activities that did not reflect God who is but love, and while they may now have been translated and be seemingly manifesting as person, place, event, condition, or thing in our lives, for this is what happens as consciousness sends forth the central carpentry and casting. But all of these moments, because it is only our ego system that sustains them and looks at them as something, but they are not of God and are as illusory as the accusers who vanished in the presence of truth. But our problem is we usually think they are something because we have been taught that. And we have given them power over us and usually we do not even attempt to confront them with the truth because we've never been taught that we can with the Christed awareness of our being. Have you ever had an experience where you begin to feel, well, let me just say sickly, and took a moment and stood in front of a mirror, looked at yourself and demanded, literally demanded, that all cause, effect, record, and memory that is unlike the quality of pure God life be gone. I sometimes use the word, go to hell. I have done this, and on more than one occasion, been totally successful. In harmony, shortage, and all the rest are equally accessible. Then what? Well, to go and sin no more. Now, what does this mean? Well, if you have an old concept of sin as impacting God, set that aside for this morning. Um, actually, um, the thought is simply less than that. It means missing the mark of what you are capable of doing. It does not have any God impact whatsoever. It's just something that doesn't work. It may have an effect from a cause, but it's something that doesn't work. But go and sin no more. It means to no longer feed what's set into motion the moment of challenge in the first place. We cannot confront feelings of illness and then claim through word, belief, or acceptance what brought into manifestation the receptivity to illness in the first place. We have to change input. We have to change. It means no more sleeping around with lesser words, beliefs, the rantings of they who know not and know not that they know not, lesser expectations and all the rest. So with anyone, anything, or any memory seeking to stone you with guilt, with shame, 
with unworthiness, with fear? Now here is the truth. Because such is not of God, why do we yet hold it to our breast? Step into the light and into the commitment to no longer play the game of human-only belief and thinking. You are a divine creation of God, and only God is real. In The Course in Miracles, there is to be found a, a beautiful quote. It says, Forgiveness is the last happy illusion, and all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. For in truth, there is but God, and there is nothing to forgive. I was told that this day there would be the opportunity to, to simply undo a whole bunch of stuff within us. And I believe that this is possible and that this is a present opportunity. All of us, no, I won't say that, many of us have forgiveness issues within our world. Many of us think that we are being brought before the temple and we are something that we don't want to experience or be. So what we're going to do right now, and that is I'm going to ask you symbolically, okay, because no word will be spoken, none at all, but symbolically, if you have come to the point in your life where you really, really want to step through and past some issues that you may have been carrying with you from time immemorial, that just as you are there, is played and sung. You are free. You are, you are free. You are unlimited. There this is the no word of God being spoken. You. You are free. This is the word of one who is total love in you, who knows you only as you are not as who you may have accepted you yourself free, to be. You are Only this voice is real. Only this voice has a ring of truth to it. And God says to you, nothing other than me is worthy of being kept. Hold on to the truth that only you and I are one, and nothing else has reality, nothing else has truth. There is but me, there is but God, there is but you, there is but God. Layers and layers and layers of old experience that we have held to us because there is only now right now is released peeled away and we stand in the pure light of our source you are free you are unlimited there are no chains that bind you step away from all that has been into what is only I am real in you right now. You are free. You are unlimited. 
No change. You are of the light. You are free. Right now. And to accept the light that surrounds you and the love that enfolds you. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and participate no more. Please be seated.